position. Affirmative. Negative. I am the milkman. My milk is delicious. Roger that. Okay, let's go. Welcome to the Best Linux Games Podcast. Go, go, go! The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam, brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, the Steam has come to Linux, and beyond that, it has come to Linux in the form of the egalitarian Linux-like platform, Steam, an open marketplace in which everyone, total meritocracy, everyone, regardless of size, amount of money, regardless of amount of developers, and prospective sales, that's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Saturday, and that means it's time for one thing. It's time for the podcast where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name. Find us on Steam, you know. Uh, join us on Steam and friend me on Steam. My name is Scooky Sprite. I am your host. In case this is your first time here, uh, the ground rules for everything that we do are very simple. We have news. We have the latest titles that we are interested in. Of course, features, you know, like kind of in-depth looks or reviews. And then we have, of course, everyone's favorite, the deals. Uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of It must run on Linux, and it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead may not be appropriate for Members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the Linux gaming on, bitches! Hello, and welcome to episode 314, 1000 to 1000 of the Beast Linux Game Podcast. Being recorded for you on this Saturday, the 31st of October, 2020 at 12.32pm Pacific Coast, Left Coast Time, Coast to Most, make it 12.32pm uh, PDT or whatever. Uh, although not for long, because we have to fall back. Tomorrow, I think, in the U.S. It, tomorrow's the first. But it is Halloween! Crack Engineer Ivo Molina over there in the booth. In his... He's swooping around. He's still zombified, but he's wearing a Dracula cape and he's got fangs and for some reason he's carrying a... What is that? A stuffed teddy bear. Oh, with no eyes. How beautiful. How beautiful. I only have eyes for you, dear. Cheers, Ivor. Holding up the whiskey sign. You're fired. You are fired. One employee fired. Two employees fired. Oh, God. That's fucking... Wow, that, that doesn't sum up everything. Holding up the whiskey sign. Uh... Cheers, everyone. Happy Halloween. Hopefully you are not going trick-or-treating and staying inside in a closet.
And if you do go trick-or-treating, please remember, wear a mask. <laughs> COVID humor! <laughs> yeah, and nothing is funny. It is all horrifying. Welcome to the Carnival of the Damn Kids. Uh, that would, of course... Oh, mm. Ah! There's the whiskey. Now the hatch, listen to a gurgle. Um, that would of course make it for our sequel friends. One, two, diamond eight four and ah, star scream. Uh 2020, uh 1031, 1233 hundred hours PM Pacific Coast. We have a fucking enormous show We have a show that we are calling um the last Halloween dealathon. That's our feature this week. We'll get to that in a moment. First, top stories, it's Halloween. The Steam Halloween sale is going on now. It's been going on since October 29th through November 2nd. We have picked the best deals out of it's a really good sale. We have a this is a good this should be a good episode. We have a lot of lot of stuff to cover, though. Uh, mainly, I don't think... Normally, there's... Okay, yeah, there are a couple games mentioned in this show, because we have new and noteworthies, too, that I wouldn't recommend running out and buying, but all of our deals this week, it's one of those rare shows where every single fucking title that's on this list, I'm pretty sure... Um, is one of my favorite games that I've played over the last seven years. So, we'll be here until next Halloween. Hey, Ivor! That's right, you tell us, Gregor. Oh, he'll tell us, won't you, Gregor? Um, so, first off in our top stories, uh, this is in no particular, well, okay, yeah. Yes, uh, two days ago, November, uh, October 29th, Happy ARPANET Day, everybody. I forgot to mention it in last week's show, but on the 29th in 1969, uh, the first TCP connection was made between two computers, uh, and it's the birth of the internet. Uh, it's a holiday that I've invented. Irving R. Feldman's birthday is a holiday completely of my own creation, Nick. Um, <laughs> we should not sully it. With such formalities, uh, but ARPANET. No, I, I seriously celebrate it. It's a, it, it's an amazing thing. And when you look at that log, as uh, for, uh, uh, members of our Discord server, which you can join at any time, uh, may have noticed, to look at that log page is just such a. It's always. It's, I mean, I get emotional thinking about it, partially because it looks so much like my own logs, and it's so familiar to anyone who works in uh, or has worked in um, in informatics, you know, IT technical fields, anything that needs to be logged, and to see right there on that page the birth of the internet is something else. In other news, this is the last time we'll talk before the election. Um, so go vote. That should be the name of this episode. In fact, that is the name of this episode. Vote or die. Bees will attack you. Turn you to hammers and chop your balls off and sting you to death. Mm. 
If you don't vote, it will chase you to hunt you down, and then you'll go off the side of the scary, insane plywood ramps into the gray abyss forever, forever, like all the rest of them. Yeah, so if you're not, um, if you don't want this to be the last Halloween, uh, go vote. Go vote. If you haven't voted already, vote. Fucking vote, motherfuckers. It's too late to drop your ballot in the mail. I voted two weeks ago um, by mail. Hopefully, my vote still counts because uh, I'm in Nevada, Las Vegas, and the Republicans are doing Republicans, the GOP, their apparatchiks are uh, monkey wrenching every single tiny lever, crevice, and nook cranny for every little bit of leverage they possibly can to suppress this vote. Unlike anything that's ever been seen in the entire history, including poll taxes of this country, including post-reconstruction, including new Jim Crow. We've never seen voter suppression like this. So, go vote. Wear a mask. Hopefully, you know, all we can do is hang on now, but you have to go vote. Only we, only us. It's going to be us that can save ourselves. That's it. It's the only person left. There's no one left to pass the buck to. Uh, we gotta stop Orange Hitler, and we gotta fucking end this plague. The Orange Plague. Jesus Christ. So, vote Biden. Do not vote for Trump, because it's just like free and open source software, man. Pay for freedom, not for slavery. That's a bad deal. So, vote for Biden. Vote for Biden. Vote for Biden. Um, no lead is too safe. I don't care where the fuck you live. If you vote for Biden. And make sure your friends have voted and your family members have voted all for Biden. I know I'm not wildly excited about him either, but trust me, that's like him in a vacuum. Him versus Trump is like a fucking... Prometheus to an ant. It's like, oh, yeah, okay, well, okay, so show me number one. Oh, yeah, like, we're playing the dating game. Like, number one, like, current behind, current opens, number one. Oh, wow, she's, you know, not that cute, but I'm, you know, I'm sure that I like to, sure she's got some nice qualities. And then, or, if you don't go out with if you don't go out with Biden from curtain number one, curtain number two opens and shows you before you make your choice what you will be going out with and that is like the Dahaka from fucking Prince of Persia Sands of Time but a stupid Dahaka who a vampire, stupid vampire Dahaka that should be the name of this week's episode that is Donald Trump do not let him ki- kill any more of us. I'm not fucking around. 230,000 people are dead. 9 million people are infected. And they're not even pretending to fight fight the, fight the virus at all anymore. It's, 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 the things that have been said this week by Kushner, I mean, which is so dis- so disgusting, so disturbing. And then by the president in his fucking you know, bring make America COVID again, fucking super spreader, uh, fucking infector in chief, 
rallies where he fucking ditched like 3,000 people in fucking sub-zero temperatures. Did you care about this this week? Anyway, fucking seven people had to go to the hospital. I mean, fucked up. Like, <laughs> he does not care. He does not give a fuck how many people it takes for us, you know, for him to kill so long as he stays in power. And I'm not kidding because he fears legal prosecution, which he should. And in the off chance that we survive to have another episode of this show next week, <clears throat> which I fervently hope that we do, that there's no fucking chicanery, but half of the country isn't going to believe in whatever the results are anyway. Prepare for chaos. I hear they're boarding up storefronts in New York City in preparation for whatever unholy hell is unleashed by whatever the outcome uh, is. Because half of the country... Well, okay, by the way, Democrats are in the majority of the country. We need to go vote. And they're making it super hard this time. Go vote. So this might be our last episode. I'm not even joking. I am... I would say it's like a 50-50 kind of... It's a 25% chance of widespread social upheaval in the United States, which would be catastrophic, because then other dominoes fall after that. So that's where we are. Arpanet anniversary, uh, Halloween, last time before election, vote or die. Happy Halloween. Oh, sad news. I just heard, um, right before starting this broadcast, that Sean Connery has died at the age of 90. One ping only, rationally. One ping only. Which I just can't wrap my mind around. Oh. Yeah. 90 years old. Been in retirement for like 20 years now. Great. A, a, a guy who was not who was not a good actor but was given a chance to become a good actor and to become a major presence, major and memorable and beloved presence. Junior! They come in through the doors, Dad! Breaks the heart and the head. I'll never forgive myself. It's a fake. You can tell by the cross section. What, we're not going on the boat? I suddenly remember my shot remain. Armies be the birds and the trees, the, the rocks and the trees and the birds in the sky. Our situation has not improved. Um, yeah, Sean Connery, dead at 90. I, you know, I don't know what else to tell you. Uh, okay, so, um, oh, and finally, uh, the website, I'm aware that the website for Best Things Games Podcast is now completely fucked and it will remain completely fucked until uh, somewhere between and sometime after November 8th and uh, the end of November. I'm shooting for a complete redesign of the site by December 1st, but I have to I've got a lot of fucking irons in the fire and the world is ending around us and we're all dying of a plague. So it's like, it's, you know, complicated times. Um, Furthermore, speaking of complicated times, I am getting ready. Those of those of you who have seen the uh, Discord uh, channel know that I am getting ready to begin producing a separate project 
from Best Links Games Podcast that's interlinked with a physical meat space world kind of thing that I'm working on, um, making custom game controls, fight sticks, more or less, but custom housing, mm, etc. You'll be hearing more about that. My first, my prototype is done, um, and now I can focus on the real design of like now I know how to put one together so now I can put one together the way that I super really want to and you'll be hearing more about the game Plank, that's what it's called uh, in coming episodes if we if we survive the 29 29 mankind alive and woman can survive that's where we are so that this concludes this week's letter from America. You know that Alistair, uh, Alistair Cook, the guy who used to do the letter from America, when he died, I was so sad when he died. They harvested his bones, literally like bone pirates. He was like ninety-eight years old too, which is crazy. Bone pirates. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not making this up. Look it up. It's fucking crazy. And uh, same thing with like Ted Williams' head, but that was in America. This. Uh, Alistair Cook was in the UK. I was just, I was horrified. We need 98-year-old bones. They were like transplant pirates or something. And they they worked it. Never mind. It's a ghoulish topic, I guess. It's ah, Halloween, you see. Halloween! All right, let's get to it, Ivor. You're fired. Hit him with the new and noteworthy. Noteworthy. <laughs> <laughs> I was a North American fall when working my former life. Here are the newest and most noteworthy titles from this week. So we kind of have a mixed bag in terms of new and noteworthy this week, but uh, first off, one game that um, I'm sure that many people have been very excited to play, not me in particular, but because Hideo Kojima only just recently uh, redeemed himself in my eyes with Metal Gear Solid Five, but his latest game, which everyone is calling his ultimate masterpiece, I highly doubt that, but, you know, I haven't played it yet, because it was a little too expensive for me, um, and it didn't run on Linux, but Master Splinter, friend of the show, uh, Splinter, has uh, confirmed that Death Stranding works on Linux. It is... Uh, I don't know how much it is. Ivor! Simon! Theodore! Alan! Uh, Death Stranding. Thank you, Ivor. You failed. Wow. It's $42. It's a little bit of money for me right now. Um, but it now runs on Linux. So, know that. Um, we also have a ton of content that we're not using for this week because uh, there are a couple of games from POK455 or 445 or whatever the fuck. Can't remember. 455, 445. POK. Sometimes hangs out in the Discord. Sometimes uh, haunts me on the live stream. Uh, hangs out with me there lately while I've been playing Red Dead Redemption 2. He's, he's given me a couple of good tips for good games that I got this week, but we don't have time to talk about them. And I don't know why I'm bringing this up right now. I'm a little scatterbrained. Okay, so new and noteworthy. Death Stranding now runs on Linux. 
super new and noteworthy and very noteworthy for two reasons. One, Goner 2 is the name of the game. G-O-N-N-E-R 2. The sequel to one of my favorite procedurally generated side-scrolling platformer shooters, uh, roguelikes. Surreal roguelike. Fantastic game. Well, I can now confirm, thanks to the uh, patient and efficaciousness uh, efficaciousness his efficaciousness on demand uh, BPR Blaster PR uh, for helping me out this morning. Garner 2 isn't just the sequel to Garner. It is a two-player game. Uh, and it has Steam Let's Play Together uh, remote play. So only one person needs to have a license for it. Now, it's, we, we tested it last night. It runs great on Linux. Hyper-colorful. It's like everything... It, it's weird because it is more colorful than the original... Goner, it's also got a lot more enemies, and it seems to be a lot harder. I don't know if I like playing it in two-player, but the performance was great, um, and BPR is in fucking Puerto Rico, I'm in Las Vegas. Uh, so that's good. Anytime, like, a game runs with Steam Remote Play together between me and BPR, that means if, you know, you're anywhere in the continental United States, you should have no problem, uh, just and so only one person needs to, to own a license for the game, um, I haven't gotten a chance to really dig into it yet, but Garner, the first game, I wrote an amazing letter. Literally, I, you know, I I supplicate I, I supplicated myself in abject, you know, praise, admiration, worship, and fanboy like you know psychosis. Um, I wrote, I sent the guy. It's because it's a one guy team. I think he's in Norway uh, behind Garner. And he never wrote back to me, but I I love the first game, and I will be playing Garner too. I own I own a copy of it, and uh, it's great. I love Steam Remote Play together because you know two people. It's great because it's like you're visiting someone else's living room, you know, like someone that you like, whose whose taste you appreciate, um, and who you know likes the same type of games that you do. Just like jumping, like really just like sending you a message from the internet going, hey, come into my living room you know, just like you're stopping over and let's beat this fucking game or let's, you know, just i got a bunch of games I want to show you, let's do it. and so you just sit down and you're like there with them and it's so cool I think it's really one of the most underrated features about uh, Steam, Steam Remote Play together um, couch, virtual couch surfing Okay, now, so that's Goner 2. Uh, now we gotta ring the bell, which we don't have, because we don't have a bell. Because one of the games in our big list of game shit that we want that for, for, that we want Linux to have either an official port of, or a play-like, or um, something that's better than, in terms of genres and franchises and stuff, we've completed another one, I think. I bought this game, it's expensive, it's called Pacer. P-A-C-E-R $33.99 Now through November 12th, it's 15% off So it's 34 bucks. it's expensive Pacer is meant to be the spiritual successor to Wipeout, it's not made, it's a combat racing game with like weird hover cars I wasn't super blown away with the time I spent in it, I only spent 10 minutes I did two races 
Um, but the graphics were very pretty, and it's it's what we got right now. Um, there is always distance, though. Distance is more of its own kind of thing, though. But now there's Pacer. We'll see how it develops as it goes along. I think it is not even... I think it's out of early access. Let's see. Pacer. Once again, Ivor, you're fired. Yeah, um... Yeah, check it out. You know, you'll hear more about it if it's any good as the weeks progress and if we survive. Um, so that's Pacer. We did Death Stranding, Goner 2, and then I'm just going to mention this as a mouse fart because these guys were such assholes. Um when I suggested that they add this uh, and they had no other way to contact them so like I, I, I did it uh, via Steam Discussions this is like a year ago when the game first came out and ironically though the only reason I'm mentioning it is that there was a problem when I tried to return this game because it pissed me off um, but for some reason that return never went through and I still have a license for this game so I will be trying to play it but GTFO, get the fuck out. Online multiplayer, first person survival, uh, uh, first person shooter, roguelike, multiplayer. It's mo- devoted to multiplayer co op, uh, PVE. Um, now has matchmaking, which was the suggestion that I made a year ago, a week after their release, and which I got tore apart by moderators who just flamed me, and then someone, another moderator who pulled my post because I linked to this show where I gave them 20 minutes of airtime and said no advertising. Here's a tip. Do not let fucking demi-authoritarian 12-year-olds moderate your forums and always be nicer to the press. Don't get get the fuck out. It's 20% off uh, 30 bucks. It's $28. Don't get it. Seriously. Uh, when uh, that's, that's where we're starting with them. Uh, the matchmaking is still an alpha. I couldn't get it to work last night. Um, but literally what they did with, with that experience with you know them is it told me that they don't give a fuck about you know, I, I was just writing as a user, you know, it was, and it was a nice thing. It was a nice post. And I got flamed to death, and then they fucking pulled it to no advertising because it linked to the episode of this show where I had featured their fucking game. Hilarious. Um, and there was no way, to, there was no media contact at the time. You know, I don't know if there is now. I don't give a fuck. But uh, what, what that did for them in terms of this show is I have. Right now in front of me, I have 30 games that we have to talk about and that's all Get the Fuck Out is getting. Um, it can get the fuck out. And unless the game is the greatest game I've ever played, you'll probably never hear about it on this show again. Uh, which is you know, that's just the way it goes. <laughs> so, always be nice to people who talk to like, you know, any more than like five people a week which is everybody you know uh, be nicer to them uh, especially when they when they want to help you (laughs) 
Go fuck yourselves. Yeah, that's what it should be. It should be uh, GFY, not GTFO. Okay, so let's get to our feature. And then maybe we'll get out of here in under an hour. Maybe we can survive for an hour. All right. I, do it, I've What the? Oh. Perfect. Oh, my God. It's the Libyans. The Libyans! Never gonna let you down. I can read your mind. This week's feature. I can't read you. I can't read you. I can read your mind. Take it, Scooky. The Libyans! And so it came to pass. One Halloween in the year of 2020. When all dark forces combined and conspired to destroy humanity and all that was good surrounding it, subsuming it in final complete oblivion, the sweet cloak of sting, stingy and darkness, That I present to you our list. I don't know how that. I work at the production credit. I work at the cookie. Let's get ready for it. I present to you our list of the best deals. And these are some kiss a good sale from the Steam Halloween uh, store sale. It's going on now through November 2nd, so you have two more days. Um, so, yes, Ivor, drop the needle now. First off, I've broken this list into basically two big parts. And so we start with our old favorites. These are perennial favorites that are fantastic games that we talk about basically every Halloween. And there's a reason why we do that. Uh, and now most of them are on sale all at once. So, uh, old favorites. First off is Grim Dawn. One of the few games on this list that I have not spent any significant amount of time playing, but which... I mean, I, I can name five people who are, like, insane, hardcore um, game nerds. Like, hardcore. Like, discriminating game nerds. Like, oh, this is my favorite hack and slasher since fucking Diablo 3 or whatever. Um, it's an older code, sir. But, uh, uh, Grim Dawn... Uh, Grim Dawn is... Ah, there it is. I'm going blind. I'm blind. We're having four thousand documents to get us through this without. And on the handle was a hook. Uh, Grim Dawn, G-R-I-M space D-A-W-N, um, is a third-person dummy isometric uh, action hack and slash uh, role-playing game, somewhat similar to Diablo. Uh, single player, I think only single player. Um... It is 75% off now through November 2nd. Most of these deals end November 2nd, unless otherwise noted. Uh, unless otherwise noted. 75% um, off at $6.29. Makes it a really good deal and a really good game. Next, you want to spend... Death waits. Uh, I will, you're fired. You can't pull that sound effect. Okay. Well, Darkest Dungeon. One of the best games we've ever played. Period. Darkest Dungeon 
is $6.24. Darkest Dungeon is a party-based um, roguelike with procedurally generated side-scrolling card-style combat encounters uh, with just fa- phenomenal voice acting, uh, amazing and iconic um, character design and art style, uh, endless replayability, has its own modding system, very active uh, modding community. Um, it's one of the hardest games I've ever played. I've never beaten it. Uh, Jojo Kimon Kendall uh, became obsessed with Darkest Dungeon. Uh, he's logged thousands of hours in it, I think. Um, so that's Darkest Dungeon. Death Waits at $6.24. Holy shit, that is a phenomenal deal. Um, and that game is just, it's going to be a timeless classic for forever. Speaking of timeless classic for forever, um, Seven Days to Die, a game that I don't talk about that much on this show anymore because I don't play it anymore at all because they refuse to just cut what they have and just make a sequel they keep it's been in fucking beta for like 11 years now it's like the longest running beta on the steam store i think but it's still a good game i haven't you want to find a server to play seven days to die on and i haven't played it since the last major updates but seven days to die does not go on sale that often anymore it is now 66 percent off at 13 dollars and 59 cents and for those of you who are uninitiated uh you wake up in your uh car in a procedurally generated post-apocalyptic world by post-apocalyptic i mean the zombies have come civilization is completely broken down uh you have to it's a first-person survival game mixed with Minecraft. So there's building, base building, if you want to, etc., etc., etc. You know, I've spent way more time, obviously, in Minecraft. Obviously, I spent five years of my life in Minecraft. Um, but I did spend over a year and a half in Seven Days to Die. And it's one of the finest games ever. And it's one of the best zombie games ever made. Um, I would put it in the top three zombie games ever made. It is not aged well. It doesn't look that great, but it's still, you know, it's still got where it counts, kid. And online multiplayer, PvP or PvE, unbelievable. Phenomenal. Find a good server and you're good to go. Seven Days to Die, 7DTD, is 66% off at $13.59. Oh, and by the way, the premise being there's a real-time day and night cycle. It's about 12 minutes, 14 minutes per. You start, let's say you start on a Monday, every seven days, the real zombie apocalypse happens. Every seven days. And so, it's a frantic quest to prepare yourself and fortify yourself for surviving the seventh day. Uh, which, by the, you know, I'm a master of the game. Like, I mean, me and Artie, there's, like, probably no one is better. at No one has ever gotten better at Seven Days to Die between me and Artie. Anathema. <laughs> Anathema. Anathema from the uh, Discord. Uh, we go way back. Um, we've seen it all. And we've done it all. We've formalized it all. Um... But yeah, it's a phenomenal game. It's Minecraft with hardcore zombies. More or less. And procedurally generated worlds. Find a server. It's great in multiplayer. Um, 
Speaking of it's great in multiplayer or single player, one of our, like, as you, any, if you listen to the show before, you know that I don't like scary games. I hate scary games. In fact, I can't handle them. I can't, I can't handle anything that's scary. You know why? Because it scares me. Um, I am literally an unimaginable pussy. Mm. Literally, you cannot imagine how much I dislike scary anything. Anything. You know, like, uh, I saw five seconds of a trailer for a horror movie eight years ago as a commercial when I was watching the news eight years ago. I still remember every fucking second. It's burning my brain. Horrified me. And it was like some little girl playing Bloody Mary or whatever with a candle and a mirror in a bathroom. That, that terrified the shit out of me. It's not even joking. I think about it like probably at least once a month to this day. So I hate scary games. But I do love adventure. And sometimes the two go hand in hand. Although in the forest, which is 55% off at $8.99 and is one of the most enjoyable and beautiful and plays great in VR. Um, first person survival craft them up horror show, Indiana Jones, zombie nightmare, anthropologist, psychological terror, fucking exploration, adventure, hunting, resource gathering, and uh, greatest single player or as co-op or etc. Um, the Forest hasn't gone on sale in a long time. We haven't talked about it in at least a year. Really good game. Check out our review of it. We did like a whole radio play, but right now it's 55% off. $8.99 through November 2nd. Bring your plain axe. You'll thank me. Um, in terms of older style games that are truly terrifying, this is one of the scariest games I've played in recent memory. But, you know, like I said, you can't trust me when I say scariest because my scary meter, like, your 11 would kill me. You're, you're, like, on a scale of 1 to 10, whatever scares you, like, to a 10 would literally be unfathomable to me. Like, it would break me. It would probably kill me. I'd probably just die. Um, so, one of the most interesting games that I've played that's, uh, this game's a top-down um, simple premise taken to its logical conclusion which is horrifying weaving together multiple narratives through an hallucinogenic ultra simplified ultra like ultra simplified in the sense that like it's a top down game so like blah but there are real real complicated tactics and survival elements to it and a horrifying supernatural force that um, hunts you and consumes you befriends you enslaves you ensnares you in a terrifying Kafka-esque maze it's called Darkwood Darkwood ladies and gentlemen it's 66% off at $5.09 um, I can't really tell you anything about this game without ruining stuff. And don't read anything about because when you start the game, it's you know, it's 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 an experience, and it is so worth 
$5.09. But the premise of the game is that, um, ah, the woods decay, the woods decay and fall, and after many a summer dies the swan. Uh, well, what if the woods didn't decay? What if the woods didn't fall? What if, in fact, the forest grew? What if, in fact, the forest grew as if it had a mind of its own? And what if, in fact, the forest grew as if it had a mind of its own to the extent that it wasn't until a tipping point when the forest has grown up against the cities, against the towns, against the radio stations, and the vines wrap around mankind's petty structures and and uh, right angles and swallows it whole and plunges the world into a post-apocalyptic cataclysm of silence as the forest extends everywhere. An unnatural forest with a horrifying secret and powers that no man and no human no living human at least should ever have to confront or control and it's great it is great it's straight from Poland so you know it's fucking dark and depressing speaking of which speaking of dark and depressing that's Darkwood five bucks you're not gonna I mean if you like scary games and you not play Darkwood you have to buy this game okay so period period mm. Strong survival crafting elements, um, complicated interface, but you will get the hang of it. You'll learn or you'll die. Um, an amazing psychological horror and uh, good action, great exploration, adventure, and terror. That's Darkwood. Uh, okay, so speaking of, and that's it's an older game, but. Uh, I think we only covered it uh, finally like last year's beginning beginning of last year. Um, we reviewed it finally. I've never beaten it, but I reviewed it. I play I put my 20 hours in. Um, okay, so the ultimate game that, that, that could ever go on this list, the scariest video game I think that's ever been made other than Fatal Frame and Fatal Frame 2 and Condemned 2. But basically, like, the best... I mean, like, the Cadillac, the AAA Cadillac of horror. It's available on Linux. Alien Isolation. If you like the Alien franchise of films and you've not played Alien Isolation, holy fuck. I'm not going to tell you anything about it. It has its own original story that is vastly compelling. Um, its own crafting system. It's all in the first person. And the graphics and the environments are just phenomenal. It's like you're walking into... Not, uh, you know, a space station in 19... In the far-flung future, circa 1985. There's ashtrays, terminals that you have to navigate, you know, with uh, with uh, dot matrix displays, CRT, pseudo-CRT-style displays, log books that are... And the, the terror is profound. And when you finally see the bitch for the first time, I won't tell you where you see her, but she uncoils from the ceiling. And she's killed you many times at this point, but you've never gotten to see her. She uncoils from the ceiling, and it is one of the most amazing character models ever rendered in a video game. The model is phenomenal, but the rigging and animation is exquisite. The graphics are phenomenal. The stealth and action gameplay elements are magnificent. 
the um and the horror aspect is just dominating it's dominant you're becoming hysterical Alien Isolation is 75% off at $9.99 and there's so many surprises in that game awesome fucking I've never been in that game either I just I was talking to Joe Jokimon Kendall a couple nights ago and he finally revealed that he ultimately did end up beating it which is crazy because he for a long time for many years actually he had the number one line about Alien Isolation after I got him to buy it and play it um I asked him about it a couple months later you know because we were kind of playing it almost in parallel I was like you know maybe 20 hours ahead of him but I asked him about it a couple months later I'm like, oh, how, how's Alien Isolation you know going for it? he's like oh no I quit playing it this game's too fucking scary the game's too scary to play <laughs> it's true it is I know that Captain Ford also beat it mm. uh yeah fucking awesome game so that's Alien Isolation brought to you by 20th, 21st Century Fox uh, and last in our old favorites is Plague Inc. Evolved. Plague Inc. Evolved uh, is the is actually a plague simulator that uh, really trained me to be terrified of COVID. Um, it is a dark, hilarious, very challenging, endlessly replayable game that I mean I've spent hundreds of hours. Yeah, although my Steam playtime doesn't reflect that. I used to beat the game at least 10 times a day for like months because I could beat it like while taking a shit or if I was waiting for a pizza I could beat it in 10 minutes and in about 13 minutes um, always trying to go faster. The goal of the game is simple you have to come up with the perfect pathogen that infects and kills every single man, woman, and child the entire human species from has to be cleansed from the face of the planet. Literally, no one to succeed, no one can live. You have to come up with the most lethal plague that ends humanity. Um, and it's, it sounds dark and it is dark and it used to be just dark but now it's like what we're living through. Um, and it's a fantastic game. Maybe not everyone's cup of tea if you're trying to escape the COVID sensation. God knows we all are. Um because it's a fucking nightmare. It's like we're living in an abusive relationship with the fucking guy from Saw as the president. But Plague Inc. Evolution is 60% off at $5.99. And I think, I think that includes all the DLCs. But I'm not sure. I can't remember if the Steam Store one does not include all the DLCs, but the, but the, Apple Store one because I play it on my iPod. I used to play it on my iPad. But anyway, that's Plague Inc. and that's a great game. You dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of hours. It also has multiplayer now too, um, which I've not tried. Okay, so now we come to like the newer and shinier portion of the the deals for the for our spooky deals of death. Um, these are all generally. More recent games, uh, bigger, bigger titles, uh, steeper discounts. So first off, in terms of steepest discount, is Vampire V A M P Y R, which is a phenomenal. Although it's short, it's a phenomenal, phenomenally enjoyable, immersive, uh, 
supernatural detective action hack and slash third person role playing game set in a uh, in a plague outbreak in 1918 in an alter, a slightly tweaked alternate history of London. It's very accurate though in terms of the little details that it gets right in the period. The game can it can be absolutely drop dead gorgeous one second. It's a weird game in this sense. And then look like total shit the next. But the overall play experience is magnificent. It's a great game. I hate vampires. I think they're stupid. Except for let you are supposed to help me. Let the right one in. Um and uh uh Shadow of the Vampire. Does this man even know how to buy bread to select cheese? To me the saddest part is when the human sees the count making his own bed. It is a very sad book. Cheers. Mm. Vampire, V-A-M-P-Y-R, is 70% off at $11.94 now through November 2nd. Um, And it's a shorter game. It's about 20 hours long. And it ramps up the difficulty right at the last boss to a ridiculous degree. And then I was so disappointed that was the last boss. But um, it's it's ripe for a sequel. Like, it sets up a sequel or a DLC or something, so hopefully they'll come out with that too. But in the meantime, while waiting for that, buy and beat vampires to steal at 70% off, $11.94. That game very rarely goes on sale. The speaking of games that normally go on sale, but this one hasn't really this to this extent yet. Metro Exodus, a game that I spent at least two episodes ranting and raving about the quality of uh Uh, about this time last year I want to say Metro Exodus the most recent game in the Metro Exodus in the Metro uh, franchise of first person survival shooters set in uh, the Russian uh, subway in a post-apocalyptic alternate future uh, which in which the war has allegedly been ravaged but well has been ravaged by uh, uh, full-scale nuclear uh, ICBM exchange between uh, the two superpowers resulting in a fucking wasteland the likes of which populated with horrific mutants the likes of which it's hard to imagine as humanity was driven into the subways to survive um, Metro Exodus you don't need to have played any have played any of the other games is has one of the most amazing introductions of any video game I've ever seen ever it's all time history making it's in the top 10 of all time ever they're like most impressive it's magnificent check it out I've, I've live streamed it before um, and it runs great on Linux it is a top notch triple A title first person shooter pneumatic guns bitches this game takes you out of the metro to colonize a, an open world um, I don't want to say too much but a terrible secret is revealed about the nature of everything that you believe at the very start of the game that it's brilliantly um, played out throughout the tutorial. Uh, it's, it's a stealth first-person survival horror game. That's what I would describe it as. Uh, with crafting. Lots of crafting. 
resource management, and it's it's a very deep RPG. Lots of good voice acting, amazing set pieces and action sequences. So it's kind of like if post-apocalyptic, if Mad Max met Tomb Raider 2013 met Seven Days to Die. Yeah, with mutants instead of zombies. Uh, Fantastic game, Metro Exodus, uh, 16 bucks. That is an amazing deal. 60% off now through November 2nd. Uh, next side-scrolling platformer uh, called Inside. I-N-S-I-D-E. Which you take on the role of a little kid who infiltrates a weird factory. And it's like kind of all... Um, it's almost like a black and white game. It's a stealth game. Action puzzler. I have not played it. I, I own a license for it. ProtonDB says it works. Uh, and Captain Ford said that he really, really loved that game. It is 60% off now at $6.79, so there's now no excuse to not try it. Okay, up next we have a one we have a one-two punch, and then we have uh, one big game at the end, but um I have to say, in interest of full disclosure, I was confused when I bought these two games and added them to the list. Luckily, I played them last night because I wanted to make sure that they ran. We're talking about Outlast and Outlast 2. Both of which, well, Outlast Outlast is 85% off at $2.99. And Outlast 2 is 80% off at $5.99. I thought that these games were procedurally generated survival horror on container ships, but I guess I was getting it confused. The franchise confused with another franchise that I never played because I don't do scary. Turns out Outlast and Outlast 2 are kind of like Fatal Frame and Fatal Frame 2 in that you're basically a a photojournalist who is documenting paranormal shit and you get caught up in it. It is gorgeous and very scary. Um, I I played a little bit of Outlast 2 last night and it took me about 7 minutes before I had to turn off the game. Um, I don't know if they're as scary as Fatal Frame and Fatal Frame 2, which is not possible because Fatal Frame 2 is the scariest game ever made by anyone ever of all time ever, period. But, uh, Outlast and Outlast 2 are both under 6 bucks now through November 2nd. And finally, we might get out of here just under an hour, Ivor. You're fired! Finally, the Eternal Slayer rises! What Halloween would be complete without endless hordes of demonic enemies? Hello unleashed on Earth, and only you, the Slayer, are there to stop them. Yes, the Eternal Slayer. Doom Eternal. Right now, fantastic game, phenomenal game I've been playing it uh, I was playing it again uh, now that it runs on Linux via Steam which is why it earned this favorable you know, position in our list it is 50% off through November 2nd at $29.99 it is a phenomenal game and it makes sense the same way that Wolfenstein uh the new, uh, the new Order and the New Colossus made sense of the Wolfenstein franchise and, you know, just blew your mind with some of the best storytelling and, and game. Doom Eternal, which starts off really weird and gets weirder, ultimately makes sense of the entire Doom mythos and provides a new canonical background uh, with an entirely re-envisioned structure of the first-person shooter. It's one of the best games I've played in the last two years. Um, so check it out. Have a happy, safe Halloween. Go vote. Don't let this be the last Halloween. 
wear a mask if you go outside, be courteous and just protect protect yourself, protect your friends, protect your family, protect your community, protect your fellow citizens, protect your fellow human beings. And uh, as Timothy Snyder says in his book On Tyranny, which is too late to order from on Amazon because it won't get there in time unless you have a Kindle. <laughs> mm. Two rules from On Tyranny. Do not conform to authoritarianism in advance. You stand your ground, you hold your position, you and you don't back down. That's what authoritarians want you to do. They want you to be afraid and they want you to back down. Number two, when the unexpected happens, be prepared psychologically for the unexpected to happen so that you don't panic. That's, you know, that's it. And stick up for your institutions and stick up for your, you know, stick up for your fellow man, if the shit hits a fan this week, which, you know, odds are very good. It's probably the scariest thing about this. And it's not just probably, it is this, it, and no election's ever been this consequential. Not even, not even, the, okay, Lincoln during the Civil War. But this is so much worse because Lincoln actually believed in the country and the country believed whether you, you know, liked him or hated him if you were in the North, you, you believed in Lincoln. He was your president. This guy's a traitor and he's going to get us all killed and he's an idiot and he's got to go. Cheers. Uh, happy, Hallow- happy Halloween from the Wilson David Institute. I will hopefully be back next next uh, next week. Uh... Take us out, Ivor! Yellow is the color. Gambling is the game. Burn everything incriminating, including this building. Burn all the White House pets, and then yourselves. Burn yourselves first. There is no Windows version of weaponized chess. Boy, this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. It only runs on Linux. It's not a problem. You alienated part of America. I alienated crazy people. I like it very much. It is I, E.B. Farm. You're becoming hysterical. I'm here. I'm there. I'm fucking everywhere. I'm the Eggman. The best Linux games podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die. Now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com. To subscribe to the podcast using a Linux-based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, Friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. For details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. For great justice.